All right, good morning again. Turn to Ecclesiastes in your Bibles. Find a Bible, turn to Ecclesiastes in chapter 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. So we can go we go one of two ways here with this. I can either make a short message long or a long message short. Which way do you want to go? Number two, right? Amen. All right. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Well, I do have a message. We will try to be brief. I think uh, very important to say, so we'll do this today. We're in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, and we're just going to read verses 12 through 15 together. And I'm going to ask we all stand together once again for the reading of God's Word. This is verses 12 through 15. We will read these responsively. The words of a wise man's mouth are gracious, but the lips of a fool will swallow up himself. The beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness, and the end of his talk is mischievous madness. A fool also is full of words. A man cannot tell what shall be and what shall be after him. Who can tell him? The labor of the foolish wearieth every one of them, because he knoweth not how to go to the city. So we're going to be speaking out of verse 15 this morning. The labor of the foolish wearieth every one of them, because he knoweth not how to go to the city. He knoweth not how to go to the city. Father, we thank Thee for the the Sunday that we have before us and the Bible that's in our laps and uh, the, the ability to hear. And I pray that You'd give us ears to hear and uh, open hearts to yield unto Thee. And we ask for the Holy Spirit to move. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Be seated. Over the past few weeks, uh, in visitation, in uh, knocking doors, and in soul winning, I've noticed, uh, well, I see this throughout my life, really, but there's been a theme lately of when you ask someone, when they allow you to get to the point where you ask them, are they going to heaven or not, or would they like to know, or would they want to even go to heaven, you get all these different answers, but a lot of times I'll hear them say, yes, I am. And then when you ask why, they have no definitive answer for why they're going to heaven. They cannot give the answer. Some of them will say, no, I'm not. I'm not. And, but then they'll always say, though, but nobody can know that. No one knows. And then you have some who says, I don't even care to know. Now, that's, that, that's the ones that are in really danger. I don't care if I can know if I go into heaven or not. And then you have one, and we've heard this a lot lately. I'll find out when I get there. I'll find out when I get there. That's a various very dangerous attitude to have towards life after death. So we want to speak about that. You know, a man said that last week. Or was it two weeks ago already? Remember, my son Ethan said, you know, sad to say, with that attitude, you'll never get there to find out. You're not going to get there to find out. And the answer is going to be no. Because you have to know ahead of time how to get to the city. You have to know. How How will I get to the city? That's the most important question of life. 
It's basically, will I go to heaven or not? I need to know. You know, many of them will say, I'll wait and see what happens when I get there. You know, and that's so sad. And then you say, well, I, I've had the Bible with me right now. I can take it. Show, I can even use yours. I'll take the Bible and show you how you can know. And they often decline, saying, I, I don't need that right now. And it's so sad because people don't know where they're going anymore. They're going everywhere, but they don't know where they're going. And they don't know where they're going when they die. And the afterlife is a total mystery to most people that can never be solved. The Bible says they're ever learning, yet never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They're without God in the world. The Bible calls them they're alienated from the very life of God. And it says in verse 15 that men are laboring, wearying themselves with labor everywhere and, and in all things. It says they give themselves to an ideal or a belief, or a way of life, or a religion, and yet cannot help them find their way to heaven. They're sad, they they uh, find themselves sad, sidetracked on earth, blinded by the God of this world. And the Bible says they're walking according to the prince and the power of this world. It's sad. They labor. They learn. They seek. They weary themselves. And they're weary in their labor. They're toiling to find a way of peace and they're looking to find the meaning of life. And they uh, want to arrive at this place of rest and fulfillment, yet they don't know the way. And it's sad. And like the, like the writer of Ecclesiastes says there, they know not how to go to the city. What a strange statement. They know not how to go to the city. The question would be, this is a city, obviously, that is hard to find, especially for the natural man. He can't even see it. The Bible says if you don't get born again, you can't even see the kingdom of God, much less the heavenly city of the New Jerusalem. So what is the only city that matters? You know, you could talk to some people. They say, I've been everywhere. I've seen it. I've been all over America. I've been to many, many cities. But what's the main city that you want to get to or want to see? That's all that matters. And sadly, most people don't know how to get to the city. They're not going to find it. They're going to get lost on the way, and they already are lost, and they need to be found. It's sad. What a statement. You know, it's interesting, because men today pride themselves on knowing so much, being so able to do so much, I have achieved so much. I'm arrived. A lot of them even tell you, hey, I've arrived. I've learned a lot. I know a lot. I've, I've accumulated a lot. I've, I've established myself with this great life and full of pride. Yet, you ask them, well, you know a lot. Can you get to the city? And they get mad at you for asking a lot of folks. And some will say, you know, honestly, I really don't know. I really don't know. And so I'll ask you, what city would he be speaking of to say this would be the only city that you should truly ever make sure I'm going to this place. Yeah. I'm finding my way to the city. I'm getting there. Whatever it takes. So we'll tell you how to get there today. You know, what's the only city that matters? 
the new Jerusalem. Amen. The city of God built in the heavens. That's what matters. The Bible calls it the very city of God. It says it's a strong city built on 12 foundations that God made. And it's a city of the great king, Psalm chapter 48, verse 2 says. I love this. This is a city of eternal habitation. You will dwell there forever and ever and ever. The city of God. Song of Solomon calls it the city. You know, a lot of people think my city's the city. This is the only city that you would call the city. The new Jerusalem built by the hands of God Almighty. The city of joy. The holy city. A city sought out and not forsaken. The city of the living God. What an amazing thing. The Bible calls it a continuing city. What a beautiful place. This is the city of heaven. The Bible calls it the new Jerusalem built and kept by God Himself. Now, this is a place of the Bible calls mansions. Jesus said, I'm building mansions there. I'm building many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you, and it's called palaces. Many palaces are being built for those who get to this city. There's one waiting for those who will get to the city of God. It's an amazing, amazing place. This is the city of the tree of life, where the tree of life blooms all year round for the people of God to eat. This is the city that will govern the whole universe. It's called the city of gold. Made out of pure gold. The city of God. The city of holiness where the Bible says nothing defiling will ever enter therein. Nothing. The city of the blessed and the city of the saints. So this is the place spoken of where people weary themselves trying to figure out how am I going to get there? How will I make it? But the problem is they cannot find it to enter in. I cannot. They know not how to go to the city. You know, think about this. Let me say something. Men truly can do so much. Right? They can do more than they've ever done in the history of humanity. The things that man can do. They have unlocked the mysteries of science and can do the most amazing things putting it together. They've learned to overcome many, many deadly diseases that would take people's lives, and now they're still alive today. Man, God's given man such an amazing ability. Medical breakthroughs, medicine, they can understand the workings of the body, yet they can't learn where the life came from that started the body and keeps the body going. They can build huge ivory towers, giant skyscrapers, huge uh, bridges spanning massive bodies of water. Man can do so much, bringing it all together. Man can make water, take water in the desert and build cities in the desert and bring the water to the desert to keep man alive, millions of people. Men can do these things yet they don't know how to make their way to the city. They can't find a city. You know, they've learned to utilize all the Earth's natural resources. They, they enhance quality of life. They've increased our lifespan. For the most part, the average lifespan and the average age has increased. We thank God for that. They've learned how to travel land, sea, and sky so easily. 
made the earth a very small place. Communication, unbelievable. You can be in California, get out your little cell phone, pop some buttons, and talk to somebody in New York City within a matter of seconds. What an amazing place. What an amazing thing that man can do. Space travel. Man can travel into space. Man, they put men on the moon. They're hoping to live up there. I don't know who in their right mind would want to do that. Especially Mars. Who would want to live on Mars? This is the place God created for men to inhabit. You know, they can go into... They, they're living in the space right now in the, in the space station. Been up there for decades. Living up there. You know, the Russians claim, first time they went up into space, the old, I'm going to call them what they are, the old wicked, God-rejecting Russians, the communists, they went up into space and the astronaut came back down and said, hey, we went way up into space. I didn't see God. I didn't see heaven. I didn't see any of it. It doesn't exist. Well, he doesn't know how to get to the city because the city is so far beyond anything he'll ever see. The city's at the precipice of the universe. This is at the top of, he of the heavens. This is heaven where God lives. Jesus said, if you don't get born again, you won't even see the kingdom of God. Cannot see it. Man uses, think about this one. Through GPS and satellite, they can pinpoint any place on earth by a speck. Nowhere to hide. It's unbelievable gone to the depths of the sea and explore. Nothing can prevent man from doing what he imagines. And God even said that in Genesis chapter 11. If man just keeps imagining these things, he's going to be able to do anything. And the sad thing is, his imaginations are evil. But he cannot find one thing, the way to get to the city. He cannot find the way to get to the city. He's learned so much. Now let's just look at it quickly, the religious realm. There's men. They will give up all ascetics of life. Anything that, that is pleasing to the body or to life, they will give it up and meditate all their life to find a way to somehow reach a level of existence called nirvana. And you know what? There's no city ever going to be reached. There's men that give their whole life to this. They will never find a city. There's some who claim they can, they can, through meditation and through becoming, they can become one with the universe and go out into the great void. But I'm going to tell you this, they'll never find their way to the city. That's not how you find the city. The city can't be found within yourself anyways. They'll go to a monastery and sacrifice their life, just separate from the world and go to a monastery and dwell alone. Some of them take a veil of celibacy. Some of them take a vow of silence. And they give themselves to these ways, yet they never find their way to the city. I've talked to some of these men. They don't even know how to find the city still, giving their life to find. They're wearying themselves to try to find a way. It's a weariness, the weary soul. Some people, they'll keep all the sacraments of the Catholic Church. They do all seven of them. Yet you ask them, still don't know the way to the city. We talked to a woman about a month ago. She said, I, I'm faithful. I go to church all the time. I keep all the sacraments. But I know when I die, I'm going to burn a little while. I said, you're going to suffer. 
She said, yeah, I'm going I'm to have to be purged. So you don't know your way to the city. You don't know. So I said, can we help you find it? Would you please allow us just give you some time to help you find your way to the city? And she said, no, I will not. It's so sad. Men become philanthropists. The very wealthy will give up everything to go to a third world country to help people, but yet, and to feel better about themselves, yet never find their way to the city. The, the Muslim people, they make all these pilgrimages to Mecca and all these famous cities. They have to in their religion. Yet they're never going to find the only city that matters. Those who have to go see Rome before they die, they might see Rome. They're never going to see the new Jerusalem. Oh, people from all over the world say, I need to get to Jerusalem. That's the city. All these religions go there, but yet... You ask them, well, how are you going to get to the only city that really matters? Please. They can't tell you. They cannot tell you. People will go to church their whole life and still don't know the way to the city. People get baptized, still don't know their way to the city. Church membership. I've been a member of a church my whole life. Still don't know their way to the city. They can't tell you. They're wearied in works and wondering Fearing, Bible says they're fear, fear of death. They are scared. They're in a perpetual search for the meaning of life. They make money. They make more money. They go from one idea to the other. They seek their career. They raise their families. They build their house. They accumulate wealth. And then they get aged and they die. And all throughout that, they never found their way to the city. Well, they found their way to a lot of things. But they never found their way. The city's not in sight. It says in Habakkuk 2.13, listen to these verses. It says, They labor in the very fire and weary themselves for vanity. They labor in vain, Jeremiah 51.58 says. And then they question, What profit hath he that labors for the wind? I work my whole life and I can't take it with me. I can't do it. It's the wind. It's going to flow away from me. They spend their money for that which is not real bread, and they labor for that which satisfieth not. Isaiah 55, 2. And they know, they've learned their whole life, the eye's not satisfied with seeing. I still want to see more. I've seen so much, but I want to see more. And I've heard so much, and the ear's not satisfied or filled with hearing. I need more. They are people the Bible calls a heavy-laden people, a people laden with iniquity. Yet, have no answer to be delivered so that they might go to the city. They're like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast out mire and dirt. There's no peace, saith my God, unto the wicked. They have no peace of heart. They find no peace of conscience. They're still looking for that city, and yet they have it not. They wrestle with life. They weary themselves. They grope in the darkness for the switch of the light and they can't find it. Sad to say. They never get closure to their weariness. And can I say something? When you go to see some of these folks, and we meet them and they're strangers, and it's hard to listen to a stranger. I understand that. But when you, when you try to love them and ask them, they get upset with you for caring about their soul, for one. But then they get upset because you say, well... I know the way to the city. I'm going. 
I want to tell you how you can too. And they get offended and upset at that. You know, think about this. Man has done it all, seen it all, thinks he knows it all, yet never learned the one thing that matters most. Isn't that sad? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And they can't answer the, just a simple question. Where are you going to end up when you die? You going to find a city? Or are you going to end up in another place called hell? Now I said all that, but I want to say something. There's hope. There is great hope. We know what the hope is. Amen. We know what it is. You know, it's the good news of life that we know the way. Not only do we know the way, we're on the way. We're in the way. We have a reservation in the New Jerusalem. And one of those mansions belongs to me. You say, boy, that's pretty proud. No, I just know the way. I, I'm, I found my way to the city. Our way is not of this world. Our way is of a man. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Our way is a person. Our way is a he. Jesus said, John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I am the way. Amen. He said in John chapter 10, verse 9, I'm the door. He's not only the way to heaven, He's the door getting in. By me, if any man will enter in, he shall be saved. I love that. He said, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. John 3.36 Jesus is the starting point to getting there. You find out Jesus is all of it. Jesus is the starting point. John 5.40 He said, You will not come unto me that you might have life. But if, boy, if you will come unto me, what did He say? I will no wise cast you out. Amen. If you'll come to me, I'll get you to the city. That's what Jesus is saying. And he doesn't say, and it's not a struggle for him because he's able to save the soul. Jesus is the starting point. He's the way. He's the vehicle that puts you on the way. He's the door into the city. He's the city itself. Amen. He's the keeper of the soul that keeps you safe forever and ever and ever. And He bought that way with His own blood when He died on the cross, right? And then He rose from the dead. The Bible says it's the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the way to the city. How simple is that? How simple is that? Yet so difficult. Because people just don't know how. They don't know the way because they don't know the Lord. So we present the Lord. This is the way to the city. You won't have to weary yourselves anymore. You can find assurance, a confidence, and a true belief. Yes. Yes. I found the way to the city. There's nothing better. It's the greatest thing there is. In, in life. I found the way to the city. It's Jesus Christ. So, I, hey, I, it was a short one. It, it was a short one. The question is, do you know the way to the city this morning? Do you have the key? Do you have Jesus Christ as your own personal Lord and Savior? If you don't, this is the day to come and learn how to go to the city. This is a perfect day to be saved. Halloween, put Satan in his place. Get saved today. Amen. This is it. Will you learn how to get saved today and go to the city? Can we just bow our heads for a minute?
All we're asking is, will you say yes to Jesus Christ? God sent Him from heaven to take us back to heaven. How beautiful is that? That He sent His own Son to pay our sin debt to get us into the city. If there's anyone here today says, I just don't know for sure. I can't answer that. I cannot answer that question. Will you be honest and raise your hand and say, you know, will you pray for me? I want, to, I want to have that knowledge. I want to get into the city. Is there anyone else? Will you raise your hand and say, I do not know the way into the city. I'm not, I, don't have, I don't have eternal life and I want it. Anyone else? I see that hand. Any others? Can I ask you a question and just ask a simple favor of you? Settle it today. You know you can settle it today and be saved on October 31st and be saved for the rest of your life and then throughout all eternity because it's all on Christ anyway. It's, he's the way. He is the way. Get that assurance. So I'd like to ask you as we have a short invitation, we're going to stand. Penis is going to play. And if you want to be saved, come forward. We'll show you how to have this. The way to the city. The way to the city. What a wonderful, wonderful day it could be for you.